Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, Al, you know the uh, good old phrase, hope springs eternal. Welcome inside another edition of the Postgame Podcast with me and Al. Al and me, hello. Uh, and I mentioned the whole spring thing because I want to talk about baseball. Not the Mets or the Yankees, but the Cubs, actually. And it's not even about the kid Bryant, who's got nine home runs already, who's not even going to be on the Major League roster because the team's cheap. Uh, but instead, Edwin Jackson, a move the team made a couple of years ago, proving they weren't cheap. And by the way, I talked about Edwin Jackson getting a four-year, $44 million contract on a CBS Sports Network minute or something. I filled in for Boomer. I said it was the dumbest contract I'd ever seen in sports. And it has not worked out well, oh, by the way. So, anyway, he's going into year three, I think, on this he's a monster pitcher? deal. Yes, Edwin Jackson's a pitcher. And he's going into year three on this deal. He has not pitched well for them. And so he was slated to start yesterday, meaning Tuesday. They were playing, I think, the A's in Arizona. And so he wasn't at the ballpark when he was supposed to pitch. He is going by the theory of, my bad, I put the address into Google Maps, and they took me to the A's old home, an old stadium, and he showed up and, hey, there's nobody here, which only was four miles away, but it was so far, and I guess there was so much traffic, he missed his start. He did pitch in like the seventh inning or something, but still, I mean, I don't know about you. I'm into all these Garmins and GPSs and all that, and sometimes they take you around the wrong way. A little un- irresponsible, is it not? Yeah, especially. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I have a GPS in the car, right? The one that's built into the car. Oh, sure. Yeah. The problem with those is when there's new construction or roads change, those don't get updated unless Even you. The ones in the car do not get updated. Not unless you you pay for the upgrade, which no one ever does. Like okay. every year, you're supposed to pay, and then you get the upgrade. Gotcha. No one does it. The problem with that is is if something changes on the highway or the side roads, you will get lost. My problem with his theory is he said he used Google Maps, which yes. means he put it in his phone. 
The good thing about that is those are updated every single day. They're constantly updated. So I, if he was going by the theory of I used the the GPS in my car, yes, they took him to the wrong place. He said Google Maps. He said Google Maps. Yes, he did. Google Maps would have taken him to the right place. I always worry, though, about what's that doing to my data data plan if I use the Google Maps well, in my you car. Have a, you don't have unlimited? I do not have unlimited. How many gigs you got I think I month? get six gigs, Jerry. Six gigs. Yeah. I don't even know what that means, though. What is six gigs? Uh, I don't know. Storage. Uh, I have gone over it now four times in the 12 months that me and my wife have been on the six gig yeah. plan and have gone over it significantly. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't do anything with my phone. Yeah. They say, like, if you stream video. I don't do that. And the, these maps, if you use it as a GPS, certain uh, of the, the apps, like there's an app called Waze, W-A-Z-E. Yeah. It's a very popular kind of social media um, GPS. Hmm. I used that a couple of days going back and forth to work to test it out just to see what it was like. I got a warning from my phone company saying, yo, you're going over your things because that, one is, from that? Because that one is so updated wow. with every little thing. That uh, it was uh, it was burning me, Jerry. So it would be great if you had unlimited, but with the six gigs, it's uh, it's not enough. Um, I think six gigs is enough. Back then, I think I was on three gigs. Uh, that's not enough. I'll give you one quick story and move on about the GPS. Is four or five years ago, Columbia plays Yale after Yale. I had a drive starting at four o'clock to Buffalo to cover Jets Bills at Orchard Park. So I used the GPS. These things take you the way the flow of the uh, the bird flies, the crow flies, all that thing. Took me off the highway somewhere in upstate New York through a village with a speed limit of 15 miles an hour on a dirt road. Starving, hungry, go through this village to see a pizza place. Let's pull over, get some pizza. 10 degrees out, I'm freezing. I park the car, I go inside, get two slices of pizza. Didn't see the guy put the pizza in, gets me the Coke. Fantastic, everything's good. I go up to pay, he brings over the pizza. He's got dirt under his nails, yeah. like he's an auto mechanic. First time I've ever paid for food, gotten it, dumped it in the trash, walked out, and ran. I probably probably would have eaten it. Disgusting. No, you would I not I would have, have thought that the it. oven There's killed no the, way you the disease. No chance. Jerry, today, I want to see if this ever happened to you. It happened today. There was a group of people in. I'm not going to say who they were with or what they were doing. But I was I walked into a conversation, and I don't know who was the culprit because there were multiple people talking. But I walked into somebody's bad breath <laughs> with my mouth open. It went into my mouth and attached itself to the inside of my throat, of which right now, and this happened probably an hour and a half ago, I have a sore throat based on swallowing someone's bad breath. You have bad have you, breath ingestion. Yes. Have you ever had that? That's no, happened I, to me before. I've never opened my mouth and swallowed bad breath from someone else. Or How close were you? I, I walked right in on a conversation. But this has also happened to me in a particularly terrible smelling bathroom. When you walk into the bathroom, if you're... Walking in with your mouth open or something, and Who it goes. Walks into a bathroom. I, like, what if I'm talking? What if I'm like, hey, uh, what, I, I see you in the bathroom. Hey, Jerry. As I'm walking in, the smell goes into my mouth, down my throat, and now I've got a sore throat. So you've talked yourself into a sore throat, yes. and you've got germs from someone's bad breath. Boy, that's exactly. Disgusting. That's exactly. I didn't talk myself into it. It happened. You know what's amazing to me is how you don't, or people don't realize it's that bad. Yes. Clearly, everybody, most people drink coffee. Coffee breath is repulsive, but at least there's a scent to it that most people recognize and understand why it's there. Oh, you got coffee breath. 
but most people have it in the morning, and I get it, and I understand it, and that's fine. Myself included, yourself, I'm sure at times, no question. You and Eddie drink coffee in the morning. It's the ones that eat a lot of garlic or eat a lot of food that smells, quite frankly, and they don't realize they have it. And, I mean, I listen, I, don't, I could be one of those people. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I'm not because my wife's all over me with that if there ever is the case. But, like, when I get the makeup put on or I'm ever near someone, I actually, and when we used to commute, I would try and talk away from you just in case. Yeah, I do the same thing. Even even though I knew I just brushed my teeth and just did the mouthwash, it's kind of like aim that way. And, like, when Allie's putting makeup on me, for instance, I will not talk to her while she's putting the makeup on. I will continue the conversation when I see she's backed away and she's grabbing her stuff, just in case. Just in case your breath stinks from coffee. What you just described could be one of the most disgusting things I've yeah, ever heard. Yeah, it happened to me. Now I have a sore throat thinking of it. Yeah. Gross. All right. Um, all right, let's get on to a, an interesting topic. This is about, this is the second time you've brought this to my attention. Yes, in, it's I happening think, a lot. I think four weeks, right? Yes. So another sports guy, another writer... Instead of tweeting out his link to the story he's writing, <laughs> tweets out the link to the pornography that he's watching. Right. We just did this like three, yeah. four weeks ago. How this could happen so close to when it happened to someone else, I don't understand. If it was three years from now, I get it. Three weeks? Yeah, the problem is the guys are, they have multiple windows open on their computer. So they're working on a story. I, they're reading Twitter on another tab. They're watching pornography. And when they go to tweet out their story... They're copying and pasting the wrong link. Can I ask you a question? Yes. If you're, if pornography's up on the computer screen while you're working. Mm -hmm. So far, so good, yes. What is the point of the pornography on the screen if you're supposed to be concentrating on your work? Why wouldn't it be get the work done, then put it up on the well, screen? Well, I'll give you this theory that I have. Um, hmm. Sometimes when I'm on the computer... I uh, have a I have a a, a musical keyboard that okay. I'm trying to teach myself. All so right. what I'll do is sometimes while I'm doing work, I will break up the work by uh, fiddling around with the piano for a little bit. Okay. Okay. Because it's right there. I have a feeling guys are using pornography in that way. In that, I'll do a little work. I'll watch a, a little video. I'll go back to the work. Like maybe they're not. They're just using the pornography to relax. While they're doing their work, not doing it, uh, doing anything released. other than no, other stress. than viewing, but just a viewing. I'm not saying they're doing no, no, anything. I get it. I get it. They're just viewing it, and I think that that's is that's what's happening. They're using it as like taking a break. Like instead of sometimes some people might while they're doing work, they'll take a break and look at ESPN scores or 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 top or stories or or have a cookie. Some people, I believe, are using the pornography to relax. And they're looking to that in between doing their work. The problem is if you are doing that, you have to be vigilant that what you're copying and pasting is a link to your story and not, in fact, you know, a... Uh, uh, a uh, Here's an idea. Yeah, video. Go to YouTube and watch reruns of Gilligan's Island. Well, that's not relaxing. You can relax and then do the other stuff later. It's where's not Eddie? Asri. It's not as relaxing. Eddie? Nice clams. Nice clams. <laughs> where, where are all the sound bites? I'll do it for you live. <laughs> Nice clams. <laughs> I mean, holy lord! And where's the boomer sound? What do we do? I don't. I honestly don't understand how that can happen. But I, I guess it's not the first, second, or third, and it sure as hell won't be the last. Hey, I want to take a minute just to talk to you about Harry's. And uh, we know we started. I started using Harry's a few weeks ago. And let me tell you something. I am never going back 
to what I used to use, and that was disposable razors because the shave is absolutely tremendous. Uh, my face feels great. Love it. Love it so much. Give it to my dad for his birthday, as a matter of fact. And I want you to have it as well. And for listeners to our show, Harry's is giving $5 off your first purchase of a starter set with coupon code POSTGAME. After entering the code POSTGAME at checkout, you can get Harry's starter set for just $10. That's a month worth of shaving for just $10 with code POSTGAME at checkout. I want to be very clear about this, too. Free shipping. It's awesome, I'm telling you. Send right to your door. And, Jerry, the starter kit includes the razor, three of Harry's high-quality German-engineered blades, and a bottle of shaving cream right at your front steps. Plus, it's cool when you go home and there you get a package. Awesome. Uh, if you go to harrys.com and enter the code POSTGAME at checkout, you get $5 off your first order of the starter set. That's right. With the code POSTGAME, you can get a month's worth of shaving for just 10 bucks. That's harrys.com, code POSTGAME at checkout, and change the way you shave forever just like Jerry did. You got it. Jerry, here's something for you. Um, I'm always worried about rats, especially in New York City restaurants. Disgusting. Because I hate being on a block... Uh, that has a restaurant, and then I see rats running around those sure. restaurants. Yeah. So I do always worry about that. A guy in England tried to pull a fast one, though, on a restaurant involving rats. He mm. was uh, he was running up quite a bill at a place, and he thought he brought his pet rat with him, and he thought what he would do is he would let his pet rat down on the ground, point out to the restaurant owners, you have rats here, I am not paying for this bill. So that's what he did. And he got away with it at first, and then they looked at the security tape. Oh, what an idiot. And saw him removing the rat ah. from a bag or whatever he brought the rat in. <laughs> I will say that's a pretty good idea. I mean, it's a terrible scam and illegal, but not a terrible idea. But no, it's not a good idea. I mean, it didn't work, and it's illegal, so that's a bad idea. The guy is thinking outside the box, but he's just using it for evil ways and not for right, good things. Right, he's trying things. to steal. Trying to steal. But this reminded me, I was one time in a, in a chain restaurant and uh, one of these places where you get like a, bi- like a big salad. You share a salad yeah. with, with, some, with the table. And there was a dead fly in the salad. Yeah. Strangely enough, a- as freakish as I am with many things, I simply removed the fly and ate the salad. Yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, all that stuff happens. That's not like a, that's not a, a rodent. Right, it's not an animal. Or droppings in it. Yeah. It's a fly. I mean, so, I don't know about you. I mean, I've been on my bike. I used to have a moped. Uh, I've had flies go in my mouth. So, I mean, whatever. It's a fly. It's disgusting. Do you but- have any photos of you on a moped? Uh, I would love to tweet those out. I might. I would have to look. I don't know. I mean, you're talking when I was 15 and 16 years old. And the problem is, I'm sure my parents probably had photos, but when my parents moved from one town to another a month into their um, new house, they had a huge flood in the basement, and they lost almost all the photos that they ever had. Um, they basically they were able to save a couple of wedding photos from you know way back, but wow. not much of us. I would have to ask and see if they have anything. I will check it out so we can tweet it out. Uh, if you would like, did you have a, the classic orange moped, or you had a different? No, I had red, red, nice. I had red. It was, and that's how you would get to your girlfriend's house. Uh, something like Who's that. Who's now your wife? Uh, well, no, I wasn't with Kim when I was oh, 15. Well, well, this, oh. I mean, how stupid. I was I 17. <laughs> oh. I was driving. Oh, By you were driving. By the time Kim and I got together, I was driving already in the red car. But this, a moped, that was your mode of transportation. Yeah, you well, as soon as I turned 15. Wing, like Let me that. tell you something. Not many 15-year-olds can hop on a moped and go right. from town to town 
and I had a moped. I had a buddy of mine. It was like three of us that had them. We were good friends. Like a biker we were, gang. We were all over the place. Yeah. It was awesome. I didn't need rides to go see buddies. I didn't need rides to go to the movies. I did, and my parents were great about it. They let me do whatever, and I was working already at 15. You don't really see mopeds these days. Not anymore. I don't why? know why that, I don't know. You, well, you do in Manhattan. You see the Vespas all over yeah, the place. Yeah, in Manhattan, but I mean just like the suburban right. kid on a moped. I don't know why that is. I told you, I broke my collarbone um, my summer when I was 16. I turned 16. And I was coming back from work, and I made a sharp turn, went flying, and I broke my collarbone. And my collarbone never set right, and the moped never operated right after that either. You, you were going? Where were you working? What type of job? I was job? a janitor. Oh, nice. I was. I was a janitor, janitor on a moped. At a uh, yes, at a. You at had a it going school. on. I did. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I was 15 and 16 years old. Yeah. I was making 360 dollars a week. That's good. At 15, that's pretty Back good. Back then, yeah. I was able to pay for gas. I had my moped. I paid for my own insurance. I paid for the moped myself. That's nice not job. bad. Nice job. And I was pumping gas by the time uh, I was 16 and a half or 17 or something. I was I was moving and shaking it, is what I was doing. That's right. Like, I'm killing this segment right now. Uh, yeah. Paul Pierce uh, Who killing he? it. Uh, you know Paul Pierce. He's a basketball player. He's somewhere. I think he's in Washington now or something. Yes. So he rented an apartment in New York City, and I don't buy this story for a second. I saw it this morning. Basically, he was the last person to have the apartment, and it has become destroyed. Rugs ripped up. Floors, windows destroyed. And they're somehow pinning this on Pierce, which I'm sure in his name, he's responsible. But the guy's not playing here. Clearly, he gave it to some jackass to hang on to while he had the lease. And the jackass is the one that ruined the apartment. This gives Paul Pierce a bad name. I don't buy it. That having been said, Paul's got to deal with smarter people. This is why I always worry. Like, I have a condo now, and people say, oh, if you move, you know what you should do. Rent out your condo. I always fear that I will get a nightmare tenant. Because I know people who rent out their yeah. places, and it's a disaster But here's sometimes. the thing, though. Risk-reward. If you get good tenants, you get people that just pay that mortgage off for you. And in 20 years, I mean, you've got free money. Now, let me ask you this, if you know this legally. So let's say I rent out my condo to somebody. Can I go in there anytime I want to see what's going on in there? I don't think you can. With I think my you own still key? have to knock, and I think you have to ask for permission. And like I would call them, I'd say, "I was in your, I was in my no, no, condo." You can't go in there and go through their drawers earlier. and their kitchen cabinets and I see n- what they're doing. I notice to see you... if they're growing weed. In the... Yeah, no, 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 no. Or you just need... like no. I notice you're not cleaning no, the soap no. scum. You own it. You do not have the right to just barge in. See, I think as an owner, I do. No, I I'm gonna I would have to check no. legally because there's got to be some right to privacy. Otherwise, why would anybody rent other than the people that can't afford to buy? What I would do is on the lease, I'd give them the heads up. I probably no, you will, can't. There's no heads probably up. will come you in. You can't just walk in and check it out. You can't do that. It's good for everybody. You'd be an awful landlord. I would be terrible. You'd be first of all, you'd be calling them. Now, would you be the type? <laughs> see, I talk about this a lot with my buddies too. Because I had a friend of mine who used to he bought a bunch of houses actually and rented them out. Great dude. But if you were a day late on your rent, he was not going to do it every day until he got paid. And if you he got to 10, 12, 13 days, now he's going to start evicting people. And he had no problem. I have a problem doing that. I don't have a problem being a jackass and knocking on the door and calling you constantly. I have a problem evicting people. Could you evict people? I would have a problem doing that as well, unless the people were vindictive kind of mean oh, people. Right. If they had fallen on hard times, could I throw some out of, out of the building? Probably not. But here's the thing. Your mortgage payments do. Now you yeah. have two mortgages. What do you do? That I don't have. That's why I can't be that's a landlord. That's why you can't be a landlord. That's why I would just sell my place. All right, Jerry, we're out of time. That's it? Yeah. But I want to talk about other stuff. What do you got? Throwback jerseys? Your weekend? Oh, yeah. Throwback jerseys. Let's do that one real quick. Real quick. So, there, uh, uh, who was that company? Something in Ness. 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 The, 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 uh, the, the, <laughs> the hell do I know? The people that make the throwbacks. Yeah, Ness. Uh, 
can't remember. Well, whatever. Just we're whatever. talking about the they, most popular yeah, ones. Yeah, they put together a per state, which is the most popular throwback jersey in that state. And it could be any sport. So it's whatever whatever yeah. is the most popular one. So I'll give you um a New Jersey and New York, since that's where most of our most of our podcast people are, Jerry. Uh what would you guess for New Jersey? For New Jersey, I would the think, sports and all uh, the throwbacks. I would guess Lawrence Taylor. That is a good guess. It was uh, Joe Namath. So I would popular. think that would be New York. Right. New York was uh, not even a football jersey. Really? Messier. No, no one likes hockey here. People love Boomer. hockey here. Not really. It was basketball. Basketball. Even Are basketball's though was, onions? <laughs> is onions basketball. Clyde Frazier. No. Okay. Patrick Ewing. Really? I don't think I've ever seen a Patrick Ewing throwback jersey. I don't jersey. think I have. Well, we don't go to Nick games, though. We don't. I bet you see a lot of them at the Garden. Yeah. No Buck Williams jerseys? No, I don't even know who that is. Oh, Nets. Buck Williams. Classic you Nets. know who Buck Williams is. Kenyon Martin? Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. I've Richard Jefferson. Uh, Daryl Dawkins, I know. Daryl Dawkins. Julius you know. Irving was a Net. Lucius Harris. That I don't know who that is. All right. Well, I guess we're done. All right, Jerry. Peace out. Bye. stars of the show alan jerry before we get started i just want to say on behalf of every single met fan out there this is the rico bronya podcast on behalf of all of the people that were at chase stadium on that october night on behalf of every met fan that's watched this man pitch let me just tell adam wainwright can you go f- yourself <laughs> wow well, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.